Welcome to the Modeling Empire Narratives Podcast, Season 2, Monologue 1. I am co-host Jordan Flowers, and um, I will be doing a monologue today on a topic that I feel as though um, has been on my mind for a while and has been very important to me in terms of something that resonates with me and probably resonates with a lot of people. But before I get into that, I would like to give a special shout out to my past, uh, my podcast mates, BJ Trey and Jacob Hale. Um, for holding down the fort while I've been away, figuring out some things with my job and everything, um, getting my personal affairs online with schooling and everything. So those guys have done an awesome job with making my life easier in terms of taking on bigger roles at certain moments and keeping content rolling. Um, in particular, BJ and uh, Jacob just dropped an episode two weeks ago on dieting. If you haven't checked that out, I would advise you to. Those guys did a great job. They are fully capable of you know doing great things and everything like that so to give them the power to do those things and do those many episodes is my pleasure because we're all one and uh, i'm glad that they are part of the team because they like i said they make my life uh, a heck of a lot easier and they bring a lot to the table and so before i even move any further i would like to give a shout out to my guy marcus and his business mark kicks you can follow his personal page on instagram at marco polo 23 and his business page at mark kicks vault and i would say get him for all your exclusive sneaker needs and merchandising and um even further along with that i want to give him a a special shout out for the, the and a thank you for him helping promote the podcast and helping us further along with our vision of where we would like to take this moving forward um, we've had a few things on work for the podcast here recently, and we're excited to share the, the great news here um, in the near future. So I want to say thank you, Marcus, for everything that you have been doing for us behind the scenes that um, no people, nobody but ourselves um, knows about at this very moment. On the topic of sneakers, I would like to bring up my loss on the Yeezy Foam Runner Onyx. A couple weeks ago, I don't get it. I am tired of taking L's on Yeezy Confirm. I'm tired of taking L's on the sneaker app. So I'm here to declare my um, official retirement from those sneaker draws, those online sneaker draws. They're rigged. Um, and speaking of rigged, uh, my podcast mate, Trey, I'm going to go ahead and accuse and actually not even accuse. I know he's using a bot because I don't understand how he wins so many shoes. And so um, whatever sneaker agency there is out here, um, I hope that they uh, are monitoring his um, winnings to get him up out of there. I don't understand why he keeps winning, but it's OK. It's OK. I want Trey to know that, you know, there's consequences coming for you and I will be <laughs> telling the proper authorities on on how to get you not to get those all those sneakers on those uh, apps. But in, in terms of being lighthearted, um, like I said, I'm a big sneakerhead, so those are supposed to be my summer shoe. And uh, to say that I'm a little bit disappointed that I didn't get them because I am not buying them for resale value uh, would be an understatement. But you know what? I guess we all take a couple L's and I think it just aligns with the topic at hand uh, that we have today. And so what I want to speak on today is working on life terms. Um, and before I get into the meaning of that, I want to talk about the motivation behind the topic. So. As you guys know, and I talked about previously, um, I had an internship here in Omaha at Charles Drew. And a part of that internship was these group sessions with the 12 step program for SUD or substance use disorder recovery. And during these classes, um, that's not initially I thought a lot of the 12 step program, even though it applies to getting the proper help and proper recovery tools for the people that are, you know, suffering from substance use disorder. Um, there was a lot of relatable content that I picked up over 
the times that I was there in this class. And I want to say about week three or week four, um, I, the, one of the first steps of the 12 uh, step programs is this element called being powerless to the drug of choice. And it got me thinking like, you know, we are able to relate to certain things in life, but you could take that element that is applied to the drug and apply it to your life, even though drugs isn't a part of maybe what we're doing, but it's very applicable to certain things in terms of like adversity and everything. So one of those one of those topics was being powerless to their drug of choice. And it's and it was on this particular class day that it kind of me kind of gave me like this uh, quasi epiphany type feeling. And it put me into deep thought about being powerless in certain situations in life. In that particular case, it was talking about a drug of choice, whether that's, you know, methamphetamine or, you know, alcohol or anything. But really resonated with me because we are, you know, can we be powerless to certain things in life? And so I pose the question, are we truly powerless to the unknown in life? And I pose it, you know, in a sort of fun way in a rhetorical, it's a rhetorical question because it gets us in deep thought about certain things in life that affects us. Are we really truly powerless to the unknown in life? And the quick answer would be yes. You know, this is the unknown. These are things that we are not able to prepare for. There's certain things and elements of life that we can't foresee happening, but just happens and we just have to deal with when that time comes. And so I want to talk about, you know, and take a deeper dive on working on life terms and what I exactly mean by that. And this what I really mean is integrating the reality of our, of our lives into the world within its many knowns and its unknowns. We know um, there's many knowns in the world. We know we, there's certain things that we know for certain will happen on a certain day. There's certain things that we have a part of our schedule. There's certain things that we know when we wake up the next day, we have to take care of. And those are the knowns. It's easy to control and to prepare and to know what we're getting into when it's already previously in our mind and we know we have to, you know, formulate something to get a certain thing or a certain task done. But I want to kind of focus on the unknowns. Right. And it's easier to sort of assimilate or craft our lives with what we come to know as the way of the world. You know, we, we hear so many times like this is just the way it is or we kind of have this idea of the world is this way and it will never change. Or we just have the facts of the world. And over a period of time, it has been so integrated in our culture that we just know it to be, you know, true, you know, know what you, we think that is evident and it's something that it will always be ingrained in our society, at least for uh, our time being. But like I said, I want to focus on that, the unknown or this, this constant mist of the unknown, because as we go through life, there is certain things and certain elements and certain situations that are unknown. In the future, um, we cannot foresee certain things that happen to us, not only years down the road or months down the road, but even on a daily basis, we run into certain things that we aren't, um, you know, sort of and prepared for or have an understanding of how to deal with. And so I kind of want to focus on that constant mist of, you know, dealing with the unknown that comes with um, living life. So a life mantra that. I've lived by um, and was introduced to me by my QB coach um, at Central Missouri, Coach Max, shout out to him, is becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable or becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Um, and, and, and saying that is that 
you have to become uncomfortable with not knowing what is coming ahead of you. And that's hard to say, right? You got to understand that the comfortability that we craft in life is only a small portion of what life is really about. And I just talked about, you know, there's a certain level of unknowns that we face um, on a daily basis. But in saying that, we have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that's where that area of growth we, we focus on on this podcast and we focus on a lot of things that we apply for our podcast mates and my friends is that, that self-growth. And this is one of those elements of self-growth is just seeking uncomfortable feelings, seeking uncomfortable situations, seeking uncomfortability, because that is where the most growth happens. We don't want to be stagnant in saying that, but saying, but, you know, it really entails easily like the, 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 the mindset that we have, right? And I think the mindset that we have is to try to control each piece of our lives. Everybody wants to be in control of every aspect of their life. Even me, to a certain extent, we want to know, like, this is how my day will be mapped out, this will happen, and this is how I will respond to it in that manner. When I'm saying that, it doesn't always become that case. And so what I talk about is, uh, and to my friends, is having to establish this understanding and acceptance of the unknown that comes with our lives and understand that it will come like there's a greater understanding of it. It's, a, it's not surface level. Like you have to understand that there's certain things that we are not apt to seeing no matter how much preparation or how much um, control that we try to make or put over our lives. Like there's certain things that we just can't foresee and acceptance. That's that's a in its in its root is saying that it's easy for me to say, oh, okay, I accept this feeling or I accept that this will come. But that's not true acceptance to me. I think true acceptance is like a part of is paired. I think this is they work. Understanding acceptance works in like this symbiotic relationship because acceptance is truly embracing it. I think acceptance, you know, kind of aligns with embracing it, accepting that you're going to have situations that we cannot see and accepting that gives us this kind of like it puts us in a frame of mind that we aren't so timid moving through life. You know what I'm saying? Like we just move through life freely. We move through life in an organic manner. And we accept it that this day on, you know, at some point today that something will happen to me and I have to prepare myself to deal with that certain situation at that current moment. And for Christians like myself, um, it goes back to the serenity prayer, the prayer for serenity. God accept me, uh, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. And I think a key element of that prayer that you can really see coming, but really cannot prepare for truly, right? And I think that serenity, that calmness, what serenity really is, is that is something that we have to have in our heart moving forward in terms of like not being so, like I said, not being so timid or being so scared or being anxious about how life will turn out for us. And once we have that serenity in our hearts, it, may, it opens up a lot of doors in terms of how we move along freely um, throughout our daily lives. And so a perfect example is this, and I have two quick stories for you, is my injury and my internship and how those two things came about. So as I talked about previously with the injury on um uh, earlier uh, podcast uh, podcast episode, like there's something that I couldn't, you know, truly prepare for. We talking about in 2017, 
I was on, I felt like I was on top of the world. We talking about, you know, I was so in love with football. I was so in love with the game and then a devastating leg injury like that happens. There was no preparation. I had previously, I had small injuries that kind of plagued me throughout life and throughout my football career up until that point, but nothing major. You know, I never had any surgeries, but in saying that, I end up having that devastating leg injury that takes two surgeries. And it's, there's something I couldn't prepare for. I think we all have a vision for our lives and I had a vision for mine and what football would be for me and the role that it would play in my life um, moving forward. You know, we all have those dreams and aspirations um, as college athletes, but to have that cut short before I even stepped on the field was something that was very hard to accept. You know what I'm saying? And like beforehand, I think a lot of my life was crafted for me. I had, it was scheduled. I wouldn't say it was easy, but I was in so much in control of everything that I had around me that this was the first time where God has put some type of adversity in my life that I wasn't able to control. And that wasn't like a thing that a small hump to get over. Certain things just took time. And I think this was the first time where time was the only thing that was going to heal this thing. Not only my injury, but time and, you know, working through it and not really avoiding it was the only thing that would, you know, was the only way I was able to get past the injury and come out of a, you know, a better man on the other side and ultimately bounce back and be able to play football again. And it was the same thing with my internship. I, you know, I had transferred. Um, and so um, I was looking for an internship and I had landed one back in uh, my town where I was at in Illinois and that had fell through. I was waiting for it. I couldn't find anything. And, you know, because they were taking too long and I had to get this done for graduation. And I just didn't understand. Like, I just, I felt like I was in so much control of my situation. I really wasn't, uh, you know, I was reaching out. They weren't getting back to me. And it's crazy how things align when, you know, we don't particularly think that they will be figured out. We always figure stuff out, even when we feel like we won't, you know what I'm saying? You will get through it eventually and you'll figure it out like we always do. But in saying that with my internship, I had no idea where I'd be going. Um, I got a, you know, a great opportunity here in Omaha, Nebraska with Charles Drew um, through a family friend. And I knew about what they were doing. I was very accustomed to a lot of things that they did within our community, the black community and the minority communities. And so that came about later on. But in saying that, it was a two month frame where I couldn't understand, like I wasn't able to control what I thought I was able to be in control of. I wasn't able to reach the people that I thought I was gonna have an internship with. And you know what I'm saying? Like, and then when it got back to me, it was at a later date when I had already accepted, you know, moving back home. And it was just a lot of unknown within my life. And like I said, it's, it's good to explain that even though I'm sitting here talking about being comfortable with the uncomfortable and understand the unknowns of life, that I still go through those human emotions. And just like anybody is like, those things come about where we feel anxious or we feel scared or we feel that like, how can this come about where we can't figure this certain situation out, even though we doing the best to our ability to get it figured out. And like I said, this is something that was very important to me. This is what we're talking about. We're talking about school and we're talking about something that was needed for graduation. And like, it was just not happening for me for whatever reason. And so and saying that it, it aligned perfectly. I moved back home, got the internship, had a great experience, and it will lead into me being a an employee um, for them here in the next week. And so in saying that, like God just aligns that. 
he aligns that for you when you have that pure heart, you just work hard and you know what I'm saying? Obviously you have to look for those opportunities and certain stuff don't align for you at the time that you think it will, but it always works itself out and it works itself out for the best. And I think right now, talking about that internship, I think it worked out for me best in terms of my career. So now I have a, you know, a, my first career job, my big salary and, you know, and I'm able to get that work experience before I move on to graduate school. But sitting back in January or February, I had no idea. You know what I'm saying? I never had, you know, no, you know, I had this plan and it was not falling through like it was supposed to. And that is something that I feel like everybody can resonate to. You know what I'm saying? Is that things don't really fall through for us at the time that we think it should or, you know, at the time that we plan it to be. But it usually falls, you know, in line at the right and proper time. And thinking back on it now, even three, four months ago, is it was a blessing. It was a blessing in disguise that I was able to not have that work out for me in Illinois, but move back home, be close to the family and get a job within my career field, which is really super rare for people with just a bachelor's degree in psychology. So like I said it, it aligns at the right, proper time for it to align. And that's what we have to trust. So including, you know, concluding this this little monologue of mine, I just want to leave you guys with three things that I feel is very, very important in terms of working on life terms or, you know, just rolling with, you know, the unknowns of life and dealing with it. The first thing is controlling the controllables, you know, doing everything in our power to make sure that we are intentional in all of our dealings and decision making. So everything for me is, you know, every decision I make, whether it's small or big, is on a cost benefit analysis or I'm weighing the pros and cons of of certain situations and I'm controlling every aspect of my life that I have, I know, autonomy over. And I think you can't relinquish that autonomy, right? We talk about faith and destiny in our season one, and you know what I'm saying, crafting our own destiny. And a part of that is controlling the controllables, like those controllable elements within our lives. We have to take the reins and take control, you know, complete autonomy and just seize that power and use it to our advantage. You know what I'm saying? We can't leave it in the hands of life to control our destiny in certain elements and certain situations. We talk about the unknown, but there's many knowns to our lives, right? We know who we are. We we figure out self-awareness and understand, you know, whole, our whole authentic self. And so we have to craft those controllable elements within ourselves to elevate our, us to know what we're going to do when faced with those situations of the unknown. And it makes it a lot easier. And then number two, my point number two is trusting abilities to properly react to future situations. Like when you face with some sort of decision you have to make, take a second to like reflect and see if you remember facing something similar in the past. Like what decision did you make at that, you know, at that moment? And what was the outcome of that decision? I think a lot of what and what psychology teaches us is that we are a summation of our experiences and learned behaviors, right? And I think a lot of we creatures have it. And so we have, you know, we like to think and reflect on a lot of things and a lot of, you know, evolutionary psychology teaches about, you know, fight or flight. We we associate a lot of things in our brain. We make a lot of connections. So think it back to like when I see a certain decision, it might not be that exact situation. But where did I see the similar? You know what I'm saying? How did I react in that moment? And what was the decision? Like, was it the best decision for me at that time? You know what I'm saying? Like, and there's a lot of external factors that come with that. But in saying that, it helps us make the best informed decision 
for ourselves in that moment. And like I said, we're creatures of habit. So you build those things. Okay, that worked for me at that time. So I think I'm gonna go with something similar, like a similar decision, a, a similar manner of, to go about this certain situation. And then in the case of a new situation, go with your gut, use your instinct, use your morals, your intuition, et cetera, to make the best informed decision for yourself at that moment. I don't think that there's a, you know, a handbook to life or a handbook to every situation that we'll face or ordeal or experience or anything like that. But we, God gives us this ability to have certain things, like I said, that those are our own morals, our own instinct, our own intuition and going with your gut. You know what I'm saying? Is this the best decision for me at this time? Like I said, the cost benefit analysis, the pros and cons. If I make this decision, what could be the possible outcome? You know what I'm saying? And not just thinking short term, but more so, you know, weighing the, not only, you know, just the now, but weighing the, the future as well. And I think you kind of got to balance those and understand that even though it might not be the, you know, the thing that you want to do is something that you have to do to get to the place that you want to be in the future. And I think sometimes we get prisoners to the moment and we make decisions based upon our feelings for the now, which is okay in certain situations, but it can harm our future and derail us from the vision that we have moving along forward. And lastly, I want to talk about despite our best efforts, life will never go 100% according to our own plans. It just never will. And I sat here, you know, for whatever, a lot of time during this monologue, speaking about, you know, controlling the controllables and crafting our own lives and, you know, shaping our own destiny, but it just will not go according to plan. I, I can name, uh, you know, 10 to 15 stories. I'm so habitual in terms of like scheduling and, you know, being on top of all my stuff. And I could sit here and tell you like, and that nothing has went a hundred percent according to how I planned it when I planned certain things um, in my life. And, you know, I'm, I, don't, I think I'm preaching to the choir because every, you know, person goes through that. But understand this, you know what I'm saying? Understand this, embrace this. You know, the unknown is inevitable. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing that we, we're not, we can't see the future. Although we can plan for the future, we can't foresee how things will map out for us, but we have to embrace it. Like I said, a part of understanding and embrace, I use embrace and accept, you know, hand to hand, is understand, you know, that this will come. It's inevitable that we will face some certain adversity or certain certain, you know, experience that may alter um, our lives in such a you know way that's you know dramatic. But we you know have to have that trust and believe in ourselves, and that's the only formula that we can have is the trust and belief. Is because there's nothing that we can do about certain elements within lives and within our lives moving forward. And so having that trust that the self-efficacy that belief in you know that you have prepared yourself to make the best informed decisions moving forward is it, super important with living in a life where we don't truly know how it will map out for us um in ways where you know the world is moving a different you know in different you know ways or you know the world is moving in different manners but at the same time we tutor ourselves and when you do that you will have the best formula for ourselves moving forward like i said this is something that was you know you know out of my comfort zone to do the monologue and you know uh, i love being in that that group element and being able to bounce dynamic 
you know, the dynamic of that group element to bounce ideas off of each other. But it's something that I feel like was super important that I wanted to talk about. Um, and I just wanted to thank you guys for being on this journey with me. Um, we're, we got some things that we have to figure out, but in the near future, we are getting everything that we want done. And like I said, everything is, you know, mapping itself out in an organic manner. So it's unfolding the way it's supposed to. And so I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the week episode of Modeling Partners podcast. It's been our pleasure to continue to do our best and bring you guys dialogue that we feel is important to our understanding of life and self-growth. And make sure to follow us on our Instagram page at underscore men the podcast for more contact or more content and future updates. Um, and I'll leave you with this message to continue to spread peace and unconditional, unconditional love within the world. And most importantly, become everything you wish to see within society. Thank you.